The Working Artist Project is brought to you by Second Line Arts Collective. Learn how you can support at secondlinearts.org. We're creating a platform for those who are curious. One that tells the story from the artist's perspective. Moments in time, captured from the innovators who are reshaping dance, music, theater, and the visual arts. This is The Working Artist Project. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Gregory Ajid. Darian Douglas, how are you doing tonight? Yo, Greg, what's up, man? I know you know, you like Roderick Paulo would say, you know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> you know what also i've been out in new orleans so long uh, i am not familiar with what it is would you mind reminding me <laughs> everything is cool over here man i just got home from a gig that's why i look so pretty right now you know i had to remind myself of how pretty i am you know what i'm saying wow hey <laughs> i mean you could have just asked me i would have told you oh I, I can't believe i can't believe nothing you say man that's why i got it but look man check it out tonight <laughs> Tonight, it's just me and you and the people might be like, where is our guest? Well, we ain't got one. It's just me and Greg tonight. It's the last show of the year. And so we wanted to take some time just to to thank everybody for hanging in there with us because this was definitely like we started it at the height of the pandemic, brought the show back and we've been kicking it, kicking it right down the road ever since then. It's crazy. It's crazy to think that I, I think our first episode may have been in August of 2020. And today is November 29th, 2021. So we've been doing this every Monday. I think I missed one Monday when I had COVID. And uh, I missed uh, just a couple of dates when I was on the road. But man, we've been doing this every Monday for about a year and three or four months. Yep. And uh, if you if you want to go old school, cats can go way back to 2016 when it was at the inception of the podcast and listen to, to some sadness. But you should listen to every episode. I think it's 128 episodes uh, so far. Dude, all I have to say is, is thank God for Zoom because uh, I, you're telling me stories of having to, to lug around uh, all your equipment, hit the subways, and, and go chill at people's apartments and do these recordings back in the day. And, and man, this is actually pretty convenient to just Zoom oh, man, it in. Yeah, man, I wish I had Zoom back then, man. It was great. I, I mean, you know, it's so much easier to just... <laughs> Hit the button, bam! We all wherever we are, and we can do the thing, you know. So, yeah, dude, it, this is this is crazy. This is this is totally off subject here, but man, I remember when I was in preschool that. Um, <laughs> you remember that? <laughs> yeah. Now I have like three memories from preschool. This being oh, like one yeah. of them, right. and uh, I think there was like a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movie or something that had come out. And so we all had these Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle watches, and I just remember we were all. Like we would just, man, wouldn't it be so cool if we could like talk to each other on these walkies? And we used to play and pretend that, that we were doing that. And I'm like, holy shit, in 2021, like we can do that. Yep. You can't, you can actually talk to somebody on your, on your, I'm sure you got an Apple watch or some shit, you know, you're real fancy, man. Hey, oh, just a no. regular watch. <laughs> just a regular, you know, man, let me tell you, if the day I decided I did not need an Apple Watch was one day someone called me and my laptop, my iPad, my iPhone, all of them started ringing at the same time. And I was like, "There, I do not need my watch <laughs> ringing at the same time, too. Yeah. Well, let's circle back, man. So, yeah, we, we've been out here for, uh, for 120 some episodes and it's been nice, man. I think, you know, what we're doing is special because we're documenting, uh, we're documenting our peers 
our mentors, you know, and, and it's, it's, it's a beautiful thing, man. I'm really thankful for it, man. I feel like you, you may have said this to me and maybe, maybe Ellis gifted you this advice, but when we were talking about recording CDs and, you know, I, and this is, this pertains to a lot of young musicians out there too, who are looking to do their first record. I, I was like really afraid to lay down my first record because I didn't think it was going to be good enough. Mm-hmm. And Actually, after listening to our first record that we recorded like about 10 years ago, it definitely sucks. But, <laughs> <laughs> but, but what's, what the, the beautiful thing is exactly what you said. It's about documenting the process. Yeah. And, you know, it's, I'm actually, it's, it's so cool to be able to look back at 120 or so episodes and listen to cats like, man, Emmanuel Wilkins, Marquise Hill, um, Man, I mean, just the, the list goes on and on. And to catch these cats at a moment in their life, it's just such a beautiful thing. Because who knows where we're all going to be in 5, 10, 15 years. And, uh, you know, this this is just where we're at today. Yeah. You know, I think um, one thing that doesn't get talked about enough, especially um, in music and in creative pursuits, is we we don't necessarily control our media. And so this is one step, you know, for us to control, you know, who gets attention because people like Down B who don't invest in our community and those other fucked up uh, publications and jazz. <laughs> it's true. They, they, they don't really care. Like they only care about, you know, the, the top 1%, you know, you know, the people who everybody already knows about the Christian McBride and stuff. And that's cool. And that's great. And they are phenomenal, but they alone are not the community. And so what we do that's special is we get into the community and get people from top to, to bottom. And we cover everybody because there's talented people who you never heard of, who, who are just as good as Brian Blade and Christian McBride, and, you know, Cecile McLaurin, like people of that caliber who we definitely know. And, we, you know, we have people like Jasmine Horn, who, who's like super famous, but we also have some people who aren't super famous and who are like amazing like yeah. me and you hey like me and you <laughs> <laughs> like me and you babe we just play with super famous people yeah but that's but that's that's a, a great point too is is i think something that i really like is that hey yo in five years we could be talking to you know the next john baptiste we could be talking to like you said the next christian mcbride and and i think what's what's beautiful is like again like documenting this moment in their lives like Yo, when some cats are just starting off, like, how do you feel about your career? How do you feel right. about your music? How do you make it happen? Because in 10 years, we could all be laughing at this and be like, man, could you imagine? I used to play at Smalls. I used to play at Snug Harbor. And, and you know, it's, it's to be able to look back and reflect on how far we've all come. I think that's a beautiful thing. Yeah, man. I'm going to take one more opportunity to shit on downbeat. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, somebody from Downbeat need to come on the show and explain to me why what's up with this uh, rising star poll because uh, it's, it's it's complete bullshit. I just I can somebody from Downbeat hit me up. You know what I'm saying? Email me. Just Google my name and email me. I want you to come on the show, man. Did Branford Marcellus come in first again for the rising star or Marcus <laughs> Strickland? <laughs> right, Branford Marcellus, rising star. He's like 80. Come on, bro. Oh, man. <laughs> I love Branford, but I'm just saying, you know. <laughs> I, I, and I think that's a good point too. It's it, man, this, 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 the media has changed. The media landscape has changed so much in the last five to 10 years 
where we as artists, again, like we do have control as to how we put ourselves out into the world and just doing a simple podcast like this, where we, we hit up our friends and, and, and document things like we, we are empowered to take control of the narrative. We get to pick the people we want to talk to. We get to talk, we get to pick the stories we want to share. And, um, you know, hopefully, hopefully we can, uh, say democratize the, um, the, uh, the media, or, you know, or who, who and what we talk about. And, uh, you know, hopefully we'll not, we were not going to be rising stars for the next 55 years. <laughs> <laughs> what you trying to say? Democracy works, man. You sound like Winton now, man. Democracy. Well, it's not so much as democracy works. It's more like it's more like once you get a gumbo of things together, you put all you know you put the, you put the sausage, you put the roux together, you cook the roux, and then all of a sudden all the flavors come together, and it's like just one shit stew, you know? <laughs> no, I hate you on that, man. But this dem- democracy is like, yo, hey, you all got to say, but I'm running the band. <laughs> <laughs> but dig, so dig this, man. I guess people should know also know that you know we're taking a break. In December, you know, to spend time with our families, not have to show up here every Monday night. So we're gonna take, you know, I don't know how many weeks in December, four or five. I can't remember if it's five, no? Let's say four. It's four. Okay. So we're gonna take the whole month of December off. We don't know how many weeks are in there, but we're gonna that's what we're gonna do. <laughs> and then we're gonna hit it hard uh in January. And uh and you know, and if it's some people that you want us to interview, yo, drop us a line, DM us, DM Greg. He, he don't DM me, DM Greg. <laughs> and let us let us know what you're thinking. And if I don't respond to you, it's probably because it went to my junk box. And, hey, uh, my bad. <laughs> but yeah, DM us, email us, and let us know. You know, some people you think and some people you want to hear from, and uh, we'll do our best to get them. We we got some exciting people on the list. That's I'll just say that, dude. I mean, you know, the cool thing too is about having done this for for all this time. Now is like we've built a a, a little bit of a track record. And we've we've been very fortunate to have some some artist management reach out to us, and a couple couple um, agents ask if we can interview their clients. And uh, man, I, I feel like we're at the point now where I mean, maybe we could get a an Elon Musk or a Bill Gates, you know? Yeah, Hell yeah. <laughs> Tell Elon to come. I can get here. Elon, man. I'm gonna hit Elon up, like, bro, come on the show, man. Talk about fucking heat Doge. Elon talk too slow, man. I don't want him on here, man. Get somebody who talk faster than Elon, man. But yeah, if 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 there's anyone that you would like to see on this podcast, like definitely please drop us a line. Cause I mean, you know, the, the people we ask are just the people that are that are on our radars. You know, it's it could be the last person I played a gig with. It could be uh someone I, I read about in Downbeat, you know, it's it we're just kind of like when names pop up into our head, we're like, man, it'd be a great conversation to sit down with this cat. Um you know, and we hit those people up. So if you have someone that's like off of our radar, we would very much appreciate you hipping us to some talent out there that we may not be aware of. Yeah, Doctor Doctor Wooten, he's were my uh, taught me drums in college, and he says that we should get Jason Marcellus on here. We man, you know, we actually had Jason on here before Greg got with me. I had Jason, so so you can go back, uh, Victor Provost. All right, you can go back and check out that that Jason episode. It would be dope to have Jason again though. Cause that was probably like four or five years ago. I would love to have Jason. And and Jason also did a masterclass, um, I guess in 2020 with one of our students and he did a, a wonderful job, man. Jason is just a wealth of knowledge. Yeah, he's and, a, he's uh, a, we need to, we doc, we need to get you on here, man. We will put you, we, we definitely going to get Dr. Wooten on here, man. He got a lot to say, man. <laughs> I feel man, like we should just, 
we got to get just some random cats out here just to to share their views on the world. That's yeah. that's what we need to do. Andy Norell, he's a he's a, okay. Yeah, Andy Norell is actually a dope person. I have. Yeah, man. I remember you. You know Andy Norell, Greg. I'm not. I'm not familiar with Andy. No. You know who, who is he? You gotta you Google him, man. You'll see. He's a bad dude. He's a bad. Well, that's boy. the next step. I was gonna dare in him, and then you don't know. So, <laughs> oh, I know. I know. I know he came, he, him and Doc are cool. And when I was in college, he came by and did some stuff. But yeah, yeah, Doc, Doc said he's going to come by. So yeah, I'm, I'm excited about that, man. What else we got? Yeah, also, I don't think people know this, but Greg, we are a nonprofit. And this, this podcast is just something that we, you know, we do as one of our programs. But the main thing we do is we teach kids, right, Greg? Yeah, I mean, basically at the center of all of this is, uh, I mean, let's, let's talk about why we started this. I mean, I guess, oh, I guess, that's oh, okay. hey, <laughs> so Second Line Arts was, uh, actually, this is the true origin story of this organization. Okay. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was, God, we'll say October of 2016, yep. 15, 16, I and I, I got a phone call from Darian, and I think the quote was, hey, man, we're going to start a nonprofit. <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, well, how do, how do you do that? And he's like, I don't know, but we're going to do it. And then, then we are, we, Hey, we're going to start a summer camp. I think that's what it yeah. was. And so we just figured that, you know, I, I, again, like we, we grew up in a time where the downbeats and the verbs and the universal musics, they ran the world and, and they still do run the world, but you know what? We got the internet too. We got cameras. We got, look, I got this nice microphone and everything. So we, we can also, ha we have a platform where we can, if we feel like there's an organization out there that's not serving the community in the best way we see fit, that was, that's just an opportunity for us to step in and provide content and provide another, you know, another uh, platform for people to, to speak their truth. And so, um, you know, I think our desire to, we saw that there was uh, something happening in the community that we could have improved. And we decided that we wanted to uh, start a summer camp. So we started this camp in 2017. Was that the first year? 2016 was actually the first year. 2017 was like our first official year as a nonprofit. So yeah. Yeah, man. So we did in 2016, we had a summer camp and we called it the uh, Sanaa Music Workshop. And I believe a lot of people don't actually know. Darren, what does the word Sanaa mean? Sanaa uh, means beautiful, right? Man, I can't remember. God, jeez. I feel like... It's a, it's, no, it's like, it's like, um, is it Swahili? Or it's, 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 a, it's definitely it means, Swahili. It means beautiful work of art. Beautiful work of art. There it is. I can't remember, believe I forgot that. That's why I picked it. <laughs> yeah, that's why you picked it. <laughs> but man, it's, it's, it was crazy because that, that first year, I, man, it, it, feel, it feels like yesterday. We were like, we went up to the jazz market and, and uh, man, we were just like, we're like, hey, look, uh, I think Adonis Rose was the uh, musical director at that point. And we asked Mr. Rose if, um, we're like, hey, look, we have this idea. We'd love to do a summer camp. Would you all be generous and gracious enough to donate your space and allow us to uh, try and fulfill this vision? And they hooked it up. So we did a one-week summer camp. Um, we had about 10 or 11 students. And we made it work. We, we fundraised. I think we raised... A thousand, fifteen hundred, two thousand dollars. Total three thousand dollars. We raised three thousand <laughs> fucking dollars. That was hey. hard. <laughs> that was not. That was not a cakewalk. But we did it. And it also wasn't enough money to run a summer camp. But somehow, <laughs> <laughs> somehow we did that too. 
Uh, yeah, we definitely we definitely ran that one on a shoestring budget. It, but hey, yo, it was. I think the goal for that year was to just do it. Yep. Yeah, that was worry. the goal. Yeah, the goal there was. I, you, you know, everybody listening. The the part that Greg left out is the story of the two Alvins because it started before. Because really, man, you got to tell them the story, Greg, because because this is the thing, man. Me and Greg both had two Alvins. I had Alvin Fielder. You had Alvin Baptiste. And so the two Alvins taught me and Greg the value of community Mm. in in the value of, you know, financial literacy and hard work and also the value of honesty, which is uh. (laughs) it's it's hard to hear from from an old dude when you like 10 or 15 how how sad you are (laughs) or or whatever it is you know and so we we tried to instill those same values in our students and and build you know build a community around those values and that's what we've been doing man almost what six years bro dude this this will be our sixth summer camp coming up that's crazy yeah yeah i mean Man, I, I'm sorry. I feel bad now the way I explained the the origin of the camp, but <laughs> but yeah, man, it, it definitely, man, I, I 100% stand behind you. It, it all started with our love for our mentors, Alvin Baptiste and Al Fielder, yeah. and um, you know, a, a big part of like what was happening. You know, so it's like it's funny, like in 2021, all of this doing, you know, like doing stuff online, talking about Facebook, and talking about doing it you know, being an entrepreneur as a musician in 2015, 2016, that was just starting. And I don't think how, I don't think there were many, I know in New Orleans, there were no organizations um, kind of dealing with that, that type of education for our young people. So, you know, also Darren and I were like, yo, like the, the, the big programs here were doing a great job educating the students musically, but they were not really addressing the, the new realities of being an entrepreneurial artist in the uh, you know two, 2015s. So we 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 man, we were like, look, we're gonna try and create this opportunity for cats to uh, supplement what's going on in the community, and uh, we just we wanted to create a space where we could bring in our peers to teach the students. Uh, we could bring in also some amazing mentors and uh, really accomplished musicians from the community. But the thing is that really made us different at that point was we wanted to bring in music business and industry professionals to talk about how to basically do all of those little things to make, to, to give you a successful career in the arts. You know, how do you manage yourself? How do you uh, create social media content? How do you, um, Budget your, uh, you know, how do you balance your checkbook at the end of the month? <laughs> All those little yeah. things that they didn't teach us in school, but God, you gotta, you gotta know. Yeah, bro. You, you know, uh, Doc. All right, Doc. We'll we'll see. You. I gotta go eat dinner. <laughs> but, but but yeah, man. You know, yeah. When we you you said in, I, I think what we did was we're one of the first programs to do what we did in the world, actually. And, and the reason we could do it is because we were out here gigging, traveling around the world. And like, wait a minute, man, how do, how do we, how do we make this work financially, spiritually, emotionally? And so we uh, keyed in on those things, but yeah, man, we, we, we're out here. We've been out here for a minute. We still growing. We got some other programs that we do now to teaching little kids um, program called little stompers. And you can, you can go to our website and find everything out about us. Click the click the our story link and then you'll 
you'll you'll read all. Well, I don't, I, man. I just have to say, I gotta, I, I don't like glossing over that because that's a huge, it's a huge part of what we do. And I, I gotta throw you a big shout out for for making that happen. You know, I don't know anyone listening here. Darian just had a kid um, this past year, and so I, I feel like that inspired him to really take on early education as a, you know, and and you know, look. All of these great artists that we we worship from, you know, like I, just the cat that's in my head right now is Emmanuel Wilkins. I was listening to his record on the way here. But man, you don't have a John Baptiste. You don't have a trombone shorty. You don't have a Jeff Tane Watts without elementary early education. You know, yeah. if if you haven't learned some things about music by the time you're in fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh grade, it's almost too late. You know, yeah. at that at that point, you might as well, <laughs> I don't know, you might you, you look look some other way. But but Darian has created a, an amazing program called the, uh, the Little Stompers. And we've been doing a lot of great virtual classes uh, during COVID. And we've actually been transitioning now into um, actual schools in the New York City area, in uh, Mississippi, and also in Louisiana. And uh, we're just hoping that we can, if create interest and create a love and passion for the arts for these young people at an early age. And, you know, if they become musicians, that's a great thing. And, but ultimately if they just become art lovers, that's really what we want to do. Yeah. That's the bigger win. We need more people who appreciate, we need the music of arts appreciators. You know what I mean? People like y'all listening and uh, so you can open up your wallets and support the arts. Yeah, totally. That's a good segue, man. See, tomorrow is Giving Tuesday. We are a nonprofit. And if you is listen- tomorrow Giving Tuesday? Tomorrow oh is Giving Tuesday, bro. Nice. And so we got to, uh, we, we want to inspire everybody here to go over to our website or go to our Facebook or Instagram page and hit that donate button and uh, help us continue on this journey that we've been on. We, uh, you know, we raise way more money now than $3,000, believe it or not. And- <laughs> And so, you know, we, we got a healthy budget. We got people to pay and we want to keep these programs alive. And so, um, yeah, if you listen to this and you believe in the music, go over there and give us $5. It, it'll go to a good cause. And, and the most important thing, too, is like what, what we're doing is, is we really want to create free content for people. You know, we, we really aspire to keep all of our costs as low as possible. Because you know what? Not everyone has five hundred dollars to to spend to send their 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 kids to a, you know a, a music program or a summer camp, or even pay for this podcast. I mean, how how cool is it that we get to talk to some of the the most in demand artists in the world? And you can just like log on to Spotify, or you just go to YouTube, watch a quick fifteen second ad, and boom, it's there. You have access to so many wonderful people. So we do hope that you will consider donating to Second Line Arts because that money is going directly to create content for the next generation of musicians. It's not going to pay rent for some $10 million building sitting in the middle of Times Square. We're not pay, we don't have you know a private jet. It's like literally going to pay for teachers. It's literally going to pay for artists. It's going to pay for lunches for the students. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's going to, you know, curriculum planning and things like that. And uh, that, that is, you know, we're trying to cut, cut the fat off here. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, that's, that's beautiful, man. Let me see. Okay. Let's see. We're coming to the end of the year. You know, my birthday's coming up. I'm going to be 37, Greg, which is, it's funny. Cause she, shit. She, I know man, Shadia told me that. 
And I was like, she was like, yeah, you about to be 37. I was like, nah. <laughs> I, even, I didn't believe it. I was just like, nah, not me. <laughs> Isn't it crazy? Yeah. What What are you most, like, what, what are you most thankful for as the as the year closes out here? This year? Um, man, you know, it's, it's a very interesting year. I think, I think this year, COVID put a lot of things in perspective. Put a lot of life in perspective. I think it made me uh, really appreciate a lot of things that I took for granted. Simple things like just playing a gig, yep. you know, just hitting up my friends and saying, yo, you, you free Tuesday night, we got a gig, you know, it's whether it, it be at a hotel or at a club or um, some big music with people, for people. That is, man, I can't even tell you how, how amazing of a feeling and experience that is. And, and it's crazy to think that I took that for granted for so many years. And uh, I think this year, that's one of the things I'm grateful for. I'm really grateful for the opportunity to play music again. Um, and also, I'm, I'm really grateful. I'm, I'm turning 35 this year. Hey, so you old I'm not, I'm, I'm not too far behind you. But, <laughs> but you know what's fucking crazy is that I remember being 25 and I remember being 20 and I remember being 15 and dreaming about doing the things that I get to do now. Mm. You know, like I remember dreaming at 15 years old, it was my lifelong dream to play clarinet and make a living and travel the world and get to play with other great musicians. And at 34 years old, I just feel so unbelievably blessed, blessed to have the opportunity to to live my dream. Yeah. You know, and and I really hope that, you know, again, like part of the reason why we're here doing what we do is because we want to create opportunities and these these programs that will hopefully empower other people to live their dreams. Absolutely, man. What are you Absolutely. thankful for, man? Well, I'm thankful for a lot of stuff, man. You know, like I, I like to say now, I'm thankful for the opportunity to be a, a father first, uh, because to me, like that's the biggest job that I've ever had, and I'm, you know, I'm killing it. <laughs> Supreme. I'm killing, I'm killing that shit, dog. Really, can't nobody see me on this for real, bro. I'm like the best ever, man. The rest of y'all, I mean, I'm sure some other good ones, but but I'm the best. And <laughs> so I'm, I'm most thankful for for that, man. But but the music too, you know, I'm I'm. It's funny because you, you mentioned like wanting to be a great musician when you were 15. And, and and like the one thing that changes with music or anything you love that you do, and people may not know this who don't do something that they love, but the love for it changes. It's like being in a marriage, you know? It's like at the beginning, there's a certain type of love. Like when you're 15 and you're just like, ah, it's really intense. But then the love, the love changes. Right. As, as you get older, you're playing it. And so you got to find something new in it. You got to figure out, OK, I used to love it like this, but now I, I love it a little different because I've had different life experiences. And, and, it, and it doesn't give you the same satisfaction. It gives you a different type of joy and satisfaction because, yeah. you know, things in your life move around. But I, st- I still love it, man. You know, I still love it. So I'm, I'm out here. Wait a minute. But yeah, so. That's that's where I'm at with it. I'm 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 happy and I'm grateful to be a father because I'm the best at it, and also I'm I'm happy to play music <laughs> with some. I play music with bad motherfuckers. Like I don't never play with sad people, so that's that's like a true blessing, man. 
you know, dude, let me tell you one of the, one I was, I was when we when we went back on the Buble tour, and I, I remember the first night we were out there, and I was like looking around at all the cats in the bed, and I was like, man, I'm the saddest motherfucker on this band, <laughs> <laughs> this band, and I was like, I'm killing it, <laughs> right. Like man, it's 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 such a blessing to 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 admire the people we get to work with, you know. And look, man, I, at the end of the day, like I do deserve to be where I am, and I'm qualified to do what I do. But man, I, I can't tell you how humbling and how cool it is to look around at the cats we get to play with and just be like inspired and really admire these guys and and women too, you know. Oh, Everyone who's playing out there on a high level. Yeah, I was just on my gig. You know, a few minutes ago, and I was like, "Man, I wish I could just have these people in my living room, <laughs> like playing a privately for me. I don't even want to play; I just want to listen to them. You know, they sound so good." Bro. Man, I remember. Man, I remember one time we were on tour, and the God, we were like, "Man, we were in Europe, and one of the coach buses we were supposed to go to the venue, and the bus was like late. And that was the only time in two years of touring that the bus was ever late. And so we were just chilling in the lobby, and um, the guitar player and one of our trumpet players, named uh, Jean Cause. Uh, it was Marcel and Jean. They were both playing a little duet in the lobby. And man, all of a sudden I was like, I like turned to Jean. I was like, man, I've never in my life ever heard a trumpet sound so beautiful. <laughs> and I was just like, man, y'all are some killing motherfuckers, man. Right. Y'all are so killing. Yeah, man. So it's, it's important. Everything, you know, I don't know. Life, life is fun. Stay healthy out there. Stay strong. Stay positive. And, uh, Hopefully, we're we're at the end of this whole COVID thing. It seems like it might be turning turning the corner back the other way. But man, let's not even talk about that. We don't. <laughs> let's let's not talk about it. Like that's that is like it doesn't even matter what my personal feelings are on the entire situation. That's like that's like something just out of my control. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's out of our control. Like if they want to shut that. it down tomorrow, they're going to shut it down. If they want to open it up, they'll open it up. Does you know? It's nothing I can do about it. It's nothing any of us can do. But yeah, <laughs> we man. Will rebel one Facebook post at a time. <laughs> Facebook warriors unite. Facebook right? warriors. <laughs> a few, the proud, the brave. Facebook right. commenters. <laughs> right, I know, man. It's kind of crazy. But hey, look. Let me just let me just wrap this up too, man. I'm thankful for you, and I, I will say you are one of the hardest working. And smartest dudes that I know, man, you've been, I've been knowing you for years now and you, and, and, you know, I think something to say to anyone out there looking to, you know, who has a dream that seems big, too big for them at this moment, it doesn't happen over two years or one year or six months. It happens over decades. It happens over the span of a lifetime. And, you know, you know, I, you know, whatever reward or external validation you and I have both gotten in life, you know, it's 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 been dwarfed by just our love for what we do. And you know, I've I've just again like back to me being thankful for you. Like, dude, you are a hardworking motherfucker. You're always trying to, you know, always looking for the next thing, and you're always putting in the time. And I can always. <laughs> If there's, if there's anyone that inspires me to, to to do better and work harder, it's you, man. So I appreciate oh, man, I you for appreciate always. That, man. I thank you, forward. Greg. We should have got married, man. It's too late. You know I'm already married, right? Like I can't. Uh, you know what? We can't do that. <laughs> we, we can't look. And if things don't. If things don't work out, just hit. Oh, it's you know, gonna work just, out, <laughs> nah, it's gonna work out. Don't worry about that. <laughs> oh man, I plot twist. That. Plot twist, right? <laughs> no, seriously, no, no, man. I I appreciate that, man. And, um, you know, I was watching Gary Vaynerchuk, and I know a lot of people hate Gary. 
but I will say, you know, this cat, he says that, you know, patience is, is probably the most important ingredient to success. So you just got to figure out if you can just keep going, you know, like as we're building this, thing, it's like, can we just keep going? If we can figure that out, we're going to hit it. It's just like with music, man. Like you remember when you played that first note on the clarinet, you could have stopped that day, but you didn't. That shit sounded terrible. It was like, you know, so. <laughs> Dude, and it's, 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 it can feel very overwhelming at times because I mean, you know, even at 34, man, I got, you know, the, the amount of things I have to learn doesn't really feel less than when I was 15 or 20. You know, I know a lot more things than I did back then, but there's still a long way to go. Yep. Look, you just Elena, gotta finish the job, man. Just finish the gig. Elena's up in here. She said, "Don't stop believing." Yeah, you're right, Elena. And, and don't she, no. stop believing. <laughs> oh man, have you ever seen The Sopranos? Oh, absolutely, man. I watched it. I watched it during COVID because of you. Man. And it's, it's The Sopranos is the best show I ever seen in my life. Period. Yep. Period. Yep. There's, I, I mean, yeah. I think isn't that the last song? The last the, they they play the, the the whole show ends and they're playing that tune. Oh, probably. I can't even really remember. I was just so pissed off about the ending. Like, what? What just happened? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, man. All right, let, let's 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 end this. And everybody, y'all. Okay, so basically, this is the synopsis of this episode. We got taking a break in December. We're back in January with some bad motherfuckers. So, so don't don't stop listening to us. We got 128. This is 129. So, you got something to listen to. Just go back, listen to the ones you didn't listen to for the next four weeks. Um. And, and let me throw in too, y'all, everyone, everyone who's been supporting us for these last couple of years, you know, everyone who's supported us personally and us as an organization through Second Line, man, we cannot thank you enough for just, man, we love you guys so much. None of this would be possible without you all. And uh, we could, we could just be sitting here shooting the shit to no one. And uh, we just, man, very appreciative and very humbled and very grateful to be sharing this with you all so thank you so much for allowing us to do what we love thank you so much for believing in the organization and helping us financially keep this going and uh you know we're looking forward to just build continuing to build continuing to make this better and uh continuing to make content that people people want to listen to no absolutely we got chad anderson in the comments man and uh chad chad is one of our biggest supporters he's uh he designed the logo he designed our logo he gives us uh crazy donations all the time and uh you you know we love chad and elena stop crying we're gonna get you on the show don't worry about it we love you god <laughs> elena texted me this morning as i was like rushing out of the house i i have i, I actually i have read uh half of the the sydney Bechet book <laughs> But oh, I'm gonna send did, that yeah. to you in a text message. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, y'all. So anyway, y'all, thank y'all. Thank y'all for hanging in there with us and uh supporting us. And yeah, we'll catch y'all next time. We'll see y'all in, in a few weeks. So yeah, my name is Darian Douglas. And y'all have a wonderful new year. Have a wonderful holidays. Happy New Year's. My name is Gregory Ajid, and thank you for supporting the Working Artist Project. All right, y'all. Later.